You are listening to the Universal Truth Podcast, the show that brings you nothing but the truth with your host, Taurus Ross. In this episode on today, we are going to talk about the theory of universalism. The theory of universalism. And on today's episode, we're going to really talk about what is universalism. We're also going to look at what are some beliefs of universalism and how it how it relates to the times that we are living in. So the first thing I want to talk about is what what is universalism? What is universalism? You see, universalism is a doctrine that teaches all people will be saved. It is a doctrine that teaches all people will be saved. Now, another word for universalism would be universal restoration, universal reconciliation, universal restitution, and universal salvation. Now, it is it is a teaching and pertains to, I don't want to say Christianity, but it is a teaching that pertains to uh, religion that everybody will be saved. Now, when you take a look at this and the world we are living in and what is being taught in today's society, there are many different doctrines, there are many different beliefs that that contradict what other laws of nature, or not just only that, but in regards to knowing who God is, okay? This is something that's very important. And let me just say this while I'm talking about this. It's very important that you understand that when you know the truth, it's your duty to walk in the truth, okay? It is, this is something that's very important. When you get to an understanding of knowing who you are, okay, you will then be able to know what to do and what not to do. Now, I'm not. am I saying you're going to know everything? No, that's not what I'm saying. W- what I'm saying is, when you get to that place of really knowing what real truth or what the truth is, it's up to you, okay? Not your family members. It's up to you because this is an individual thing, okay? We in life make choices. And the choices we make, whether good or bad, that comes with consequences, okay? We we are held responsible for the choices we make. Now, let let me say this as an example. If I go out here and I do something illegal, okay? If I go out here and do something illegal and I get caught, for whatever I have done that's illegal, then I'm held responsible for that choice, okay? Whether it's going to jail, prison, whatsoever, paying a fine, whatever the whatever the result is that caused me of making that decision, I am held responsible for it. Now, it's the same thing whether you save or unsave that you understand this in regards to knowing who God is, 
all right? We are held responsible for the choices we make, even in regards to knowing who God is, okay? Whether you save or unsaved. So this episode on today is for both parties, the saved and the unsaved, because we must understand and realize that no matter what we do, okay, no matter what we do, we are still accountable in the eyes of God for our own actions, okay? Whether we obey him, whether we don't obey him, we are all held accountable. So what does that have to do with universalism? Well, you got to understand that, once again, universalism is a doctrine. Now, just because it is a doctrine, that does not mean that it is true, okay? That does every doctrine, no matter what it is, either can be true or false. So one of the questions is that I want, that I want, that, that I want to bring to your attention is the doctrine or is the theory of universalism true? Okay. Is it true? Um, one of the main arguments that, that, that regards universalism is that a good and loving God would not condemn people to eternal torment in hell. Now, the thing, the thing about this to understand is that the doctrine of universal, uh, universalism, it teaches that even though God is good and loving, he won't condemn people to eternal torment in hell. Now, let me just say this while I'm on this subject, and I understand many people have their own beliefs, whether they believe hell is real or not. Let me just tell you, according to the word, or according to scripture, it is real, okay? Now, you can believe what you want to believe on that, but I'm not here to condemn anybody. I'm not, I'm not here to point my finger at you saying that you did this wrong. Or, that's not what, I just want to break down this theory, this belief, this doctrine of universalism. Now, in regards to hell, the thing is, yes, it's real. But let me also say this. God doesn't send people to hell. Let me say that. And I understand what many people believe in regards to God and hell. But God don't send people to hell. Okay? What sends people to hell is they live a life not knowing who Jesus Christ is. They live a life and not having a relationship with the almighty God because of, because of their lifestyle. Now, am I saying God is forcing people to obey him? No, no. God isn't forcing anybody to obey him. This is a choice we as individuals, we have to make. And let me say this, in regards, in regards to this, once again, we are responsible. We are held accountable for the choices we make. All right? Now, many people that are universalists believe that after a certain cleansing period, 
God will free the inhabitants of hell and reconcile them to himself. So this, there's a doctrine of the Roman Catholic Church and the doctrine is purgatory. Purgatory is a doctrine that, that teaches that you can buy yourself out of hell. Now, many people that are universalists believe that if you do go to hell, you won't stay there. God himself being loving and good will reconcile those in hell to himself. Now, let me just say this. Hell is real. And let me say this. Hell was actually reserved for Satan. But because of people living their lives, and many people that have died, not all, many people that died or will die will end up in hell because they chose to live their life, not have a relationship with Jesus Christ or better yet, the Heavenly Father. Okay? Now, once an individual, or let me say, I don't want to say individual, when a soul enters hell, it stays in hell for eternity. Now, I'm not here to, to scare you. I'm not here to, to cause you to think that God is mean or anything. No, this is something this is something that the Lord put in my spirit to do on this podcast, okay? This is something I didn't want to do. I had no idea of doing. And better yet, since he allowed me to do this on podcast, he also told me, and thanks for those, for those watching on Facebook Live, I, I appreciate you. Now, if you want to share it, you can. You, you can. But this, this, this is right here. This right here is something that's very important, okay? He also told me to do this on Facebook Live. Now, why he told me to do this on Facebook, I have no idea. I'm just being obedient to him. You know, even, let me just say this, just to throw this out here. Even though, you know, he, he gave me this, this teaching to share with you all, this episode to share with you all concerning universalism, and some of you all may be aware of this. Some of you all may not be aware of this. You know, even though he gave me this to, to talk about, it was a reason why he said to talk about this or better yet to do it on Facebook Live. Because many people are believing, yes, you have a right to believe what you want to believe. Yes, that's a fact. Yes, that is true. But I want to, be, I want to bring clarity not just only on Facebook Live, but also on um, this episode, those of you who listen to Universal 2 Podcast, to let you all know that there are some things that you may have thought was true, not all, but in reality, you need to do some research, okay? And better yet, have a relationship with the Father and pray to the Father, open up your understanding. Because all these doctrines, all these theories, all these beliefs are not from God. And universalism is one of them. Okay? Now, going back, going back to the theory of universalism and in regards to hell. Now, hell is real once again. Okay, 
Now, if your soul ends up in hell, and, and you, don't want, you don't want to do that, by the way. And once your soul enters hell, then there's no way out. It's there for eternity. For those that don't know what eternity is, eternity, it means everlasting. It means it never ends. So if your soul ends up in hell, then it's there for eternity. Okay? Now, now even with that being said, Others, others that are universalism, they say that after death, people will have another opportunity to choose God. That's not biblical. Okay? Once your soul is in hell, it's in hell. Now, the best method, I don't want to say method, I'm sorry. The, the best way how to avoid going to hell is to live a holy life. Something that really nobody don't wants to hear. Or I ain't going to say nobody. Many people don't want to hear. All right? This is something that we cannot take for granted. This is something that we can't play around with. Now, and I understand there are people that teaching that, that well, God, God is a loving God. He, he's a merciful God. He, he's faithful. Ain't no way he going to send you to hell. And if you do go to hell, he, go, he, he still going to reconcile you to himself. That's not true. The opportunity... To, to avoid hell is living holy right now, okay? Once you in, once your soul in in hell, there is no opportunity, okay? I to also in this episode, I want to bring some clarification, bring some clarity on what is being taught in regards to universalism, okay? And 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 let me just throw this out here. Not saying I'm all of that in the big church. No, I'm not. But and for those that's listening to me by way of Facebook Live and also um, by listening to me on whatever media you listen to this podcast, you know, you know, I had to endure a lot of warfare. Okay, for those that don't know what warfare is, I had to I had to go through some attacks. And one of the attacks was my voice. That's why I sa- that's why I'm sounding like I'm sounding for those of you that's watching my Facebook live. Sound like as if I'm hoarse. You know the the you know the enemy been attacking me in my throat because because he don't want me to do the will of the Father as to release what the Father gives me to release in regards to the people. And I come to understand that even with that being said. The truth still go 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 out, okay. No matter what goes on, the truth still go go out, all right. And you know another thing, having problems with my um, cell phone, ask for a signal, and and getting video and audio problems, you know, j- just about it. So so going back to yesterday afternoon, but but even with that being said, you know, for those you watching me by Facebook Live. You know, if it's if it's if it's come to a point where there's disruption with the signal, you know, and you can't hear me, and um, you can't really just see me, I, I encourage you, I encourage you to just listen to the episode on podcast, uh, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, and other Stitcher is another one, and there there are some more, there are some more. So so check out Universal True Podcast. But but let me let me let me get to the point after saying that because this this is my first episode on the podcast where I'm going 
Facebook Live, is it the last? No, I'm, I'm just doing this because the Father told me to do it. Now, in regards to universalism, for some who hold on to the doctrine, to the theory of universalism, the doctrine also suggests that there are many ways to get into heaven. Okay? Now, this, this is where the confusion really comes in, and I want to clean up a mess that was made. Okay? There's only one way to heaven. That is through Jesus Christ. Um, it was Jesus that says that no man can come to the Father but by him. Okay? The only way to enter into heaven is one way, and that's to have a relationship, with, of course, with God the Father and God the Son, who is Jesus Christ. All right? So just by knowing that, that also contradicts the theory of universalism. See, we live in a time now where many people want the easy route. They want the easy way. They try to do whatever they want to do to, to have good things go their way. It does, not, it does not go that way with God. Okay? It, even when living for him, and it's not an easy thing to live for God. Let me say that. I would be lying to you all. I would be lying to you all if I just come out and say it that, oh, it's very easy to live for God. No. No, God will tell you to do some things in reality you may not want to do, but in, in regards to that, you still have to do that. Now, even as people of God, even, even we can rebel against God. All right? So this thing, this thing is, is, is not just only pertaining to unbelievers, but also believers too. When you live your life, okay, according either to the standards of God or to the standards of the world, there will be consequences. There's going to be consequences. And, 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 and you have to deal with those consequences and learn from the choices that you made. Now, universalism today has become a revival in a way that many people want to do whatever they want to do, thinking that God is pleased with them. Okay? Now, and because of false teaching, because of false doctrines, because people have been misled, of really knowing what the truth is, they live in their lives. They live in their lives based upon these lies. You should live your life based upon the lie, and this is where the mindset of the people must be shifted. This, this is this is it right here. Because when you live your life based upon a lie, then there are going to be things you're going to do that you think is right, in reality, it's not right. So when a person says it's okay to disobey God and still enter heaven, they have no clue what they are talking about. And this is pretty much what universalism is. It is a doctrine that teaches all people will be saved. Let me say this. Let me just say this. Everybody will not receive salvation. And for those who listen to me, salvation is, it is something that, that, God delivers you from, in re, you know, in pertains to your soul being saved, okay? Life for an example, and I'm going to use myself as an example. 
you know, I, you know, I, I, for those that don't know, and I'm being transparent on this episode on today, also on Facebook Live, for those that don't know, for six years of my life, I struggled with, and I, I, I entered to a realm of pornography and masturbation. Okay? I struggled with that. I, I dealt with that for six years of my life. But even with that being said, those two are sins. Okay? And God delivered me from that. So, and, and since I've been delivered, I no longer watch p- pornography. I no longer operate through way, by way of masturbation. Okay? Now, Once I come to understand what the truth was in regards to my soul, okay, I have another opportunity. I have another chance to get it right, okay? Am I saying I got everything? Do I know it all? Or would I get everything right in my life? No, that's not what I'm saying. Yes, even while saved, I had to fight the spirit of pornography and masturbation. In my early years of living for the Lord. Yes. But I kept my mindset. I had to renew my mind to the my mind has to be renewed to the point where I no longer want to watch pornography. I no longer has to watch masturbation. I mean, I'm sorry, I no longer has to operate by way of masturbation. Okay? Now it was it easy? No, it was not. Because it was a struggle. Now I said this to say this. Say this also. Today, I cannot expect to enter heaven. I cannot expect, right, to have a relationship with God if I still watch pornography or operate in masturbation. So universalism, in regards to me being saved, that means that in opposition to universalism, I must do what I need to do to maintain my salvation. Okay? Now, universalism teaches that everybody going to receive salvation. And that's not the case. This, 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 this is not the thing. Okay? That's not the case. Because, and I understand that and I understand that that many people, you know, won't won't understand the thing on what universalism is, or better yet, why he why he's talking about this issue. Once again, this is something that the Lord told me to, to talk about. Okay? All right, this is something that the Lord told me to, to talk about. It also had me to go on Facebook Live. And am I familiar? Am I familiar with universalism, to a certain extent, I have been, yes. Have I I studied the doctrine of universalism? Yes. Now God says it's time to talk about this and share with the people so they can have an understanding on exactly why, why it's important to really have a relationship with God. Because no matter what, no matter what, you always going to have people that's, that's not going to stand or not going to believe or want to believe 
what truth is coming out of your mouth. But when it's all said and done, if we really expect change in our lives, we must, one of the main things is we must know what the truth is and learn how to walk in that truth. And see, many, many of us, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to say us because I, I did this also. I have done this also. Many of us, we don't want to realize what the truth is because we've, we don't want people to judge us. Okay? Universalism is a doctrine that many people want to believe and wants to accept because it requires them not to change. And we live in a time now where many people do not want to change. All right? Now, universalism applies passages, certain passages of scriptures to me. To, I'm sorry. Let me, let me start over by saying that. Universalism applies passage, certain passages of scripture to mean that God intends to restore all things to its original state of purity. All right? Now, in some degree, that's true, okay? But even with that being said, when it's all said and done, we still have a choice to make to serve God or not. So at the end, when it all settles down and our soul do ends up, and your soul do ends up in hell, the only person to blame is yourself. You can't blame God. Let me say this. You can't even blame the devil. Let me, the devil can't make you do anything you don't want to do. All right? Now, he influences you. He influences you to do things. Now, he can't make you do them. Can't nobody make you do something you don't want to do. All right? Um... When it's all said and done, the best time to have a right relationship with God is right now. You can't have a relationship with God if your soul is in hell. You can't. I mean, that, 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 that is self. That is self is not true in regards to universalism. So, so even, even with that being said, even with that being said, um, I want to talk a little bit about God's justice in regards to universalism. You see, universalism directly, I'm sorry, directs entirely on the love of God and his mercy and ignores his holiness, his justice, and his wrath. Okay? Now, universalism only is only focused on God's love and mercy, but not focused on his holiness, justice, and wrath. So even with that being said, even with that being said, everything about God is holy, okay? Everything about God is holy. His love is holy. His mercy is holy. His holiness is holy. His justice is holy. And his wrath is holy. So when he judges... His judges is a holy judge because he's holy. Now, when we judge, our judge is not holy as for what you think because we're not God. Now, 
yes, it's our duty as people in the body of Christ to speak truth and to bring correction to what has been said that is in opposition of God's word. But even, even that itself, even that itself, we just can't go out here and put wrath on our wrath is not the man. The wrath of man is not the same as the wrath of God because God's wrath is holy, but man's wrath is not holy. Okay. So just because somebody, somebody talked about you, that doesn't give you a right to burn down their house as for revenge. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You don't do that. That, that, that type of reaction is not holy. Now, with God, it's totally different. Now, if you live a life being rebellion, and all of a sudden, you know, and I'm just saying this as an example, and all of a sudden, he brings down his wrath, and you have to deal with that wrath. See, the wrath is, is for the unrighteous, okay? Now, those of you who live in a holy life, those of you who have a relationship with God, you would never experience the wrath of God, Okay? You won't, you can't experience that. Okay. Because, because you live in a life that is in alignment with the, with the, with his will. Okay. I see, I see, let me, let me, let me, let me just stop right here for a second. I see that on my uh, Facebook live, it got low signal. I see something on my phone with low signal. So, so, um, if you can just if you can just bear with me. If not, that's fine. You can just listen to this entire because I don't know what may happen on Facebook Live, but I'ma still go do this episode. But but anyway, anyway, let me just um I just want to point that out. But anyway, even with that being said, that the 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 wrath of God is holy. Now, and some people think. Why would a loving God, why would a loving God, a merciful God, bring condemnation or, or bring judgment to the to people? Let me say this, and I'm going to say it again. We are accountable. We, we are held accountable for our actions, even, even in regards to, to God. All right? In regards. So whatever happens. And you and, and he says do something and you do the opposite. That means you're being rebellious to him. And whatever happens, it happens because of your disobedience. Okay? It's just like out here. It, you know, you know, I understand there are laws being passed. Now, I'm just saying this as an example. As an example. If you go out here and kill somebody. Okay? You murder somebody. For whatever reason that they, just because that they done something to you. Now, if you get caught, if you get caught and you got to do, you got to, you are responsible for that. If you got to do jail time, you got to pay a fine. You got to go to court. You are held accountable for that. Okay. The, the law, the system is going to hold you accountable for your action. It's the same way with God. Okay, when he tells you to do something, you're not doing it. Whatever judgment that 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 is placed on your head, then you has to deal with that judgment. It's not always death. Let me say this: 
When people hear about God's judgment, they think about death. It's not always death. It's not always death. Okay? You are held accountable for that. All right? Now, universalism, I'm going to share a little history with you. Universalism was taught by Origen, A.D. 185 to 200 to 254, but was declared a heresy by the Council of Constantine in A.D. of 543. It became popular again in the 19th century and it has gained traction in many Christian circles today. Now, let me also say this. As a doctrine, universalism does not describe one certain denomination or group faith. Now, this, 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 is, what universalists, this is what universalists believe. They believe in a varying doctrine categories with different and sometimes contradictory beliefs. So what universalists believe, they mix a little truth with lies. Okay? They mix a little truth with lies. They understand and know that God is loving, that God is merciful. But yet they don't believe that God is holy. Hallelujah. They don't, they don't really believe that his He's a God of justice, and they don't really believe that his wrath is, is holy. So you taking two different things, holy and unholy, and you putting them together. Well, let me tell you this. Whatever truth is mixed with lies, it still is a lie. Okay? It still is a lie. You cannot mix truth with a lie and still come out being true. No. No. By refusing to call anything right or wrong, universalists not only counsel the need for Christ's redeeming sacrifice, but also ignores the consequences of unrepentant sin. Okay? So this is, this is the thing right here. This is the thing right here. Everything else is good. With universalism, that's good. But when it comes down to the consequences of unrepentant sin, they don't want to address that. So, let me say this. This is why universalism is not true. This is why universalism is not of God. See, God can't... Jesus said this, John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. Now, let me say this in regards to that. You can't have a relationship with the Father and the Son. You can't truly have a relationship with the Father and the Son and believe something that contradicts what God is saying and what the Scripture is saying. Now, I'm finna wrap this up. I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, we are living in a time where many people are doing whatever they want to do. They believe in what they want to believe because what they think is right in their own eyes, as the Bible says. One problem with universalism is that it imposes human judgment upon God saying that logically he cannot be a perfect love, loving God while punishing sinners in hell. 
However, God himself warns us in the scripture that his ways is not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So what we so it doesn't matter what you think. What you think may not be the same as what God thinks. What you see may not be the same as what God sees. Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 and 9. For my ways are, I'm sorry, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways. But the heavens are higher than the earth. So my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. When it's all said and done, God is still the creator. He's still the maker and ruler of the universe. Okay, and it's always been like that. The problem is you have people want to take his place and say, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that because you, you making your own self God and you thinking it's right. No, and that's pretty much what universalism is. And this is why many people believe that everyone will be saved. No, they're not. According to the scriptures, everyone will not. Okay, everyone will not. Be saved. The Bible even lets us know that. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Broad is the gate that leads to destruction. Okay? But 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 narrow, but the narrow gate, the narrow path, it leads to eternal life. Universalism is built upon the foundations of by way of the broad gate. Universalism will lead, will lead you to destruction. If you live your life based upon universalism, you're going to be destroyed. You're, you're headed for destruction. And no, I'm not judging you. Because you're living your life based upon a lie. You, you're living your life thinking that you can do whatever you want to do and still up in heaven. No. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. And that's pretty much all I want to share with you all on this morning. So thank you for joining us today on Universal True Podcast. Make sure to visit our website on YouTube. That's Unified in Yahshua International Ministries, where you can subscribe to Biblical Truth so you'll never miss a video. While you are at it, if you found a high opinion of something that was said and you would like to support, you can do so on anchor.fm forward slash Taurus hyphen Ross. That's anchor.fm forward slash Taurus hyphen Ross. My cash app is dollar sign TJ Ross 84. That's dollar sign TJ Ross 84 and the letters TJR are capitalized. My PayPal is paypal.me forward slash Taurus Ross. One more time, that's paypal.me forward slash Taurus Ross. Or simply, you will tell somebody about the, about the podcast. So when you spread the word, when you spread the truth about UTP, I take that as a privilege and I take that as a blessing. I, I really do. So be sure to tune in this week. Be sure to tune in this week. And we're going to talk about the mindset of an opportunist. That's going to be our next episode, the mindset of an opportunist. We're going to talk about the purpose on why, the purpose on why an opportunist wants to be in your life or to come into your life. And, and the next episode, you know, I don't, I don't really believe so. But if God said do it on Facebook Live, I'm going to do it on Facebook Live. But if not, then it won't be on Facebook Live. So, so be sure to tune in 
to the next episode, The Mindset of an Opportunity. Once again, I thank you all for listening to those who have joined me on Facebook Live. I really, I really appreciate that. Appreciate it. If there was any technical difficulties, I apologize for that. But but yet the, the truth, the word, the word of truth going to continue to go forth in regards to that. But until we meet again on the next episode, God bless you.